You're listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. Visit us at mashthosebuttons.com. Welcome to Clan of Three, a Mash Those Buttons podcast dedicated to the TV show The Mandalorian and really all things Star Wars related. Uh, I am your host as always, Kirk Smith, better known as Edinar, uh, and I'm joined tonight by Corey Treadway, better known as Kura Barra. How are you doing, Kura? Doing pretty good. Pretty excited to get into these uh, new episodes of uh, Star Wars, mm-hmm. specifically these Bad Batch episodes. Yes, we have made the fourth come and go and we got two new episodes of the brand new animated series the bad batch which will be our newest watch through which will kind of go along the lines of what we did with the mandalorian so week by week we'll go over the new episodes um we are missing tonight jake uh better known as death squad uh he might be joining us a little bit later we do not know that yet but we are plugging along here to get this out to you guys as soon as possible yeah i have a Um, feeling his work decided to screw things up and we need to get stuff recorded for all our lovely fans yes so uh we want to welcome any of our first time listeners uh if you'd like to become part of a uh, the clan of three community make sure to please join us over on discord at mash.gg slash discord where you can meet the host and talk mandalorian and all things star wars well not just mandalorian um, we got the we got the bad batch too you know i said all things star wars yeah, but this is the specifically the Bad Batch, man. I'm just, just kidding. I'm Fine. just messing with you. Will we talk all things <laughs> Bad Batch and all things Star Wars. God, you're finicky. I'm sorry. Uh, I, had, I had to mess with you, Ned. It's been a couple weeks. Oh, uh, Lord. Okay, so we're. this is going to be the only time we do this this year for Bad Batch is they released two episodes in the first week. Otherwise, we're going to be going through one episode a week. But they released the opening episode on May the 4th, which was a Tuesday. And then they released whoa, 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 hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You sure this is, a, this is an episode? You sure this isn't this is the first movie of The Bad Batch? Jesus, it was so long. I was like, I'm like, ooh, I'll watch it after work, and then I'll go do errands. And then I'm like, all right, I I legit feel like I should have a, a thing of popcorn, uh, <laughs> maybe some super-ass stale candy. Mm -hmm. uh to to watch this but it was if you think about it really this is what the clone wars did Mm -hmm. the clone wars was a movie first and then it was an animated series so they just are they're just following the clone wars and this is this is an offshoot of the clone wars yeah you you find out very likely because like the literally opening of this this reel was the classic clone wars with the uh, Mm -hmm. opening narration Yes, I miss the opening narration. Uh, you know, I'm a sucker for it. Like, you know, the old it kind of reminds me of like 1940s news guy giving the the information over the radio. Mm-hmm. Like that's just what strikes it to me. And, you know, this is before Order 66. You know, and you definitely you Definitely get some throwbacks in this episode. Yeah. Did you like the fact that also uh, when they when they have they show the Clone Wars old symbol and then it burns away to show the Bad mm-hmm. Batch symbol? That's that was see, and that's the thing. That was the second Clone Wars uh, symbol. Oh, really? Because uh, yes, they turned red in I believe the the somewhere during the final season of the uh, the Clone Wars. 
I can't pinpoint exactly what it was. It used to be like white, and then it turned to red, and then it burned away to to be the Bad Batch. Okay, I did not realize that part of it. I remember like for some reason that symbol is like what I always think of as the Clone Wars one, but I just guess I just got used to it and forgot that they had a different one. Yeah, it was just it's just the color scheme that was different, and I want to say it had something to do with uh, Order sixty six. That like makes it, sense. It, it burned away kind of like how that goes. And then you get the intro music, which is awesome. Um, yeah. One weird thing I have about this for some reason, this is a little bit of a small tangent is every time I start to buy Disney plus to watch this, it's like, do you want to skip the intro? I'm like, the intro is not that long. What am I saving? Three, four seconds. See, you hate it now, but in certain like TV shows, you love it. Oh no, no, I'm saying I was saying specifically this one. I found yes. it interesting. Like, I guess somebody has like I have to click this and skip the three seconds to get by. I do like it for long ones, but for mm-hmm. this one in particular, I'm like, it's not that long, guys. You didn't even have to program. Maybe it's automatic. I, I I will also say this: make sure you do not. Oh wait, no, I'm thinking of the wrong show. I've been watching of a lot of the Invincibles, which if you have not seen mandatory watch do when they click like sometimes people like uh click escape or next episode because uh, like the credits start rolling don't because mm-hmm. a lot of the episodes have like an extra scene like five to ten seconds after the episode ends so yeah. or in the first episode they have like a 10 minute thing after the, the credits start so <laughs> uh but but yeah no you get you just get that nostalgia when it first starts and, and that was the, the the first great thing so what we're doing is we end up we start on the planet of kalar mm-hmm. okay and kalar i don't think we've ever been to kalar before actually we have seen it before it's a uh, it was briefly there on season seven of the Clone Wars, as well as uh, in the Kanan comic books. Okay, so it was mainly comic books. Yeah, its first appearance was in the comic book, but it also did come in the last later seasons of the Clone Wars. Okay, all right. Um, but it's it's a snowy planet, and and we show up there, and you get you get to see Jedi Master Depa Balaba. Yeah, never heard of this um, person, right? <laughs> yes. Well, we've seen her twice before. Uh, so she was on the Jedi Council. Mm-hmm. And she was also like one of the background. She was a background Jedi. Uh, you know, in, I believe, Revenge of the Sith. I, I want to say Revenge of the Sith. But she's more important for a different Jedi. Yes. So we get this little Padawan young whippersnapper uh, that comes sliding down the hill after he went going for reinforcements because they were the clones were getting beat back by the Separatists. And it's none other than boom, 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 Caleb Doom. Caleb we, Doom? Who's that guy? Who's that? <laughs> you know, it's Kanan Jarrus. Uh, from the, uh, the Star Wars Rebels, which we just finished talking about. Yeah, that should be right now. If you want to listen to that right now, be sure to join our Patreon where you can get access to this content of list where we listen to us talk about Star Wars Rebels. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was interesting about this is, <laughs> and, and a little weird, is that they legit brought back Freddie Prince Jr. 
to voice his, you know, young adolescent self. That seems weird. Like, hey, you're like 40. Can you voice a 12-year-old Star Wars Jedi? Like, I, I mean, I get it. You wanted it there for the voice recognition. It just seemed weird to me. Well, it was very jarring considering, like, considering his age. His voice is going to keep changing and changing. Like, my voice right now is not the same voice I had when I was, like, tw- 10 or 12, you mm-hmm. know? So I'm sure it's the same thing with you, Ed. You don't have the same voice you had as a, as a young one. God, no. No. So, but I get why they did it. So it was really nice to see, you know, Caleb Doom there. And I have a sneaking suspicion. So what happens is Order 66 comes in. They're like, oh, where's our or, where's our reinforcements? And Caleb's like, oh, there's only five coming. Well, this is before Order 66 went through, actually. Yeah, before Order 66. They're like, oh, there's only five coming. And they're like, that's not enough. And then it's like, Q. You know, the Bad Batch. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I love the pessimistic clone. He's like, we're doomed. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the Bad Batch come in, completely just destroy the Separatist, uh, you know, fleet or whatever you want to call them. Infantry unit or whatever. Just their forces. And, like, they're literally, it's they're a basically five, 5v40 plus three tanks. Um, and they just decimate them. And then they launch a counter-offensive, and that's when you get Order 66. Yeah, well, during this, before the counter-offensive started like here, they're like, when the Bad Batch is finished, like, okay, guys, you're saved. I think you should go attack. And then the clones are like, what are you doing? You don't give the orders. And the Jedi's like, actually, that's a good they're idea. Not, Let's do that's, that. That's, they're not normal. <laughs> they're not normal clones. Yeah, the other clones are super offended. They even tried to give ideas. I'm like, guys, come mm-hmm. on, sell down. They were giving an opinion. It's not that bad. Yeah. So we all know what happens with Order 66. Mm-hmm. All the clones, minus the Bad Batch, turn on Jedi Master Depa Balaba and kill her. But before that, she turns to, to Caleb and she tells him to run. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now. Between when uh, Depa is killed and, you know, when, like, the spoiler, not a spoiler, um, when uh, the Bad Batch or Hunter specifically, Hunter and Crosshair go after the young Jedi to try and save him, we get, like, a shot for shot of Return of the Jedi. Yeah, animated. Animated. So it's like it is it is legit shot for shot like you have Anakin killing the separatist droids that are holding Palpatine hostage. You get Kenobi slicing uh the battle droid in half. You have Kenobi not Kenobi uh Grievous uh abandoning ship and you know it's it's just a shot for shot of what we saw. So it's it's that was pretty cool to see all that animated. Mhm. But they go on to uh, chase after uh, Caleb, Doom, and that's when we realize Hunter doesn't have a chip. He's not, he has, he, they, they don't know what Order 66 is. Well, no, it's not that he doesn't have a chip, it's, he does have a chip. They actually, all of them just, have a chip. It's, it's just, just kind of dis, like, just not working. Because, uh, as the name is, as, as implied, they're called the Batch Batch because they're technically all defective clones which some of them are like 
And uh, yeah, they got the order. They're like, what is this order 66? And I think it was tech goes on. It's like, it was check. He's like, yeah, they said order 66. I have no idea what this is. He's checking it out. Mm-hmm. And he turned to find out like, it says the Jedis are traitors and that we're supposed to exterminate them. What? Because <laughs> they're, yeah. they're, like, they're like, guys, we're just fighting with them. We're friends. What's going on? Hunter is very confused and just goes like, brings Crosshair to go get him and make sure he's okay, you know? Yeah. And and the thing is, is like they go after, but, you know, they find him up in the trees and, and Hunter's like, hey, you know, we're here to help you. We're not trying to kill you. And then, you know, Crosshair's like, nope, I'm going to take a shot at you. <laughs> he's like, dude, what are you doing? It's like right? following. It's like following orders. Mm-hmm. It's which, just like, uh, I hate will, the following orders. Yeah, because the big theme throughout this entire episode is follow. Like we need to follow orders, and the bad badge is like, since when do we follow orders? When does uh, Squad Nine Nine actually like follow orders? We do things that make sense to get the mission done. Mm-hmm. Yep. That like that that is. 100%. Also, so do you know this this is super nerdy of me and not many people would have realized this. So their official name is not the Bad Batch. Do you yeah. know their official name? Uh It's okay. Clone Force Clone Force 99 is their official name. Yes. Now, do you know why they're called Clone Force 99? I figure why it's 99 by notes are reverse of 66. It's not six. The reverse is sixty-six. No, if you flip it over, it is a reverse of sixty-six. It is, but that's not why it's named that way. I know it's not why. It's just kind of so. This throws back to an episode of uh, the Clone Wars when one of the first Clone Wars episodes that dealt with Camino, like specifically Camino, was when like you had Echo and all of them back on Camino. And they were under attack, like Kamino was being under attack. And there was a malformed clone that was basically kind of like a servant to the rest of the clones, but really wanted to help. Mm-hmm. Like, but he was essentially a bad batch. Like, he was just, he wasn't a normal clone. He just mm-hmm. got messed up. And the best he could do was kind of like, be like, hey, I'm going to grab your weapons. I'll clean your stuff, like stuff like that. And then during the attack, he sacrificed himself because he wanted to be one of the clones to end the conflict, but at his own life. Mm-hmm. And that was clone 99. Makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. So it was only in one episode of the clone wars, but that is why they are called, uh, the, the clone force 99 is it's yeah. kind of named after that guy. Yeah. And like, as we find out, like most of the clones in here are, Effective, except for one, was was originally a regular soldier, not a defective clone. Mm-hmm. But, and that's Echo. Mm-hmm. Echo was not a defective clone. He got turned into a defective clone. <laughs> but uh, we'll, we'll talk about that shortly. So what happens is, you know, Crosshair shoots at Caleb, and he runs, and Hunter chases after him, finds him. And there's like a ravine, like long story short, there's a ravine in there. He lets Caleb go. 
Crosshair comes and is like, where is he? And Hunter's like, he fell into the ravine. He's dead. Like, I shot him midair and he fell into the ravine. Now, Crosshair, we come to learn, does not believe him. Uh, but, like, that's the story they're sticking to right now. Yeah, which you can tell, like, Crosshair is very, like, very different from the rest of the, of mm-hmm. his, of his squad. Because he was, like, the very, everybody else was, like, kind of happy, go, like, like, in a good mood. He was so grumpy. Mm-hmm. and angry the entire time he really was so after everything that goes down on Calaire, uh we have the bad batch heading back to camino um because they want like i think they need answers and that's also their home um well and they, they didn't they need co- answers they were just like it's like all right it's time to go back home like well i think they needed answers because they're like why are we killing the jedi like I, I think I, at least Hunter, I think needed to know that, um, you know. So because also they didn't know what the hell Order sixty six was. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they get back, and they they land. They're unloading and doing all that stuff, and they see the uh, what turns out to be the Imperial guards. So originally, it's the guards that are uh, are posted on Coruscant. They're back on Camino at well, that they, point. They're called like the, the Republic Guards. At, at, at that yeah, moment. yeah, but like it was essentially the guards that protected Coruscant are now back on Camino, and he's like, "What are they doing here?" Yeah, like, and you notice they're specifically colored red, which does translate to the Imperial Guards for the Empire because they also wore all red. Mm-hmm. Now they're carrying a Jedi. Everyone's like, I saw a lot of people who are like speculating what Jedi it is. No one knows, and I don't think it it's meant to be like any specific Jedi. It just goes to show that they killed Jedi. Like it's not anyone in particular. Um, so uh, the Bad Batch goes to their headquarters, their lair, like their their, their, room, bar- their barracks, basically. their barracks. Um, you want to know an interesting tidbit that I saw? I think on Screen Rant it was. Uh, so in that, uh, do you know, because they went to carve the uh, uh, successful missions in there. Do you know how many successful missions they had? I hadn't counted, so no. So there were 55 successful previously. They came back and they had 11 successful missions. 55 plus 11 is 66. That's funny. The magic Star Wars number. That's just. That's just Dave Filoni, like, screwing with us. Like, here's a little Easter egg. Ha, ha, ha. It means nothing. But oh, it does. It's just, just funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, you know, we are introduced to probably... Okay. This is where we might go a little bit off tangent. Just here? We Just here. We are introduced to... A new character we have never met before in Omega, uh, a young female defective clone. Well, we don't know she's that, defective clone yet. She's yeah, no, she was a defective clone. She did say that. No, 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 no. I'm saying like at the at this point in the episode, we don't. Oh, at know. that point, we don't know she's defective. She's defective. <laughs> um, that is working with uh, forget the name of the alien, but essentially works in the medical ward. Mm-hmm. Um. And a young girl. And she really takes uh, a shining to the Bad Batch. 
Mm-hmm. Here is the issue I have. Mm, I'm going to save the issue I have with Omega till later. I, I that being said, I like Omega. There's an issue I think with the overall story, Star Wars storyline, that I have an issue with, not with actual Omega. Okay, so they meet Omega. Omega takes a shining to them, specifically Hunter. Specifically Hunter. So you have that like they're they're building up that father daughter type relationship. Yeah, very similar to the the Mandalorians, Grogu and uh, mm-hmm. and Mando. Mm-hmm. Now we have a food fight that turns into a brawl. That was just that that really didn't mean much. It was just a funny. It was comedic value. It was hilarious. Comedic. It was comedic value. It didn't actually build the story at all. It was just more comedic value. Except what happens is Echo gets sent to, uh, gets knocked out by a food tray and gets sent to uh, um, the medical bay. Infirmary. Infirmary. And when he wakes up, he freaks the hell out. Because Echo has been horribly like you know tested on by the separatists like he is a half man half machine actually i think it's more of 75 percent machine uh 25 yeah and so like and and he went through years of of being tested on by the separatists so anytime he wakes up on a a, like in a a medical bay in the infirmary he's gonna freak out well yeah because like anybody would if you something if your body got exploded and someone brings you back and then trades your body for machinery without your permission and forces you to do terrible things. Mm-hmm. But then you have the gratuitous. How do we know this really deals with deals with uh, uh you know the Star Wars we know cameo with Tarkin showing up? You sure it's not the uh, with the droid who showed up? It's Tarkin. <laughs> I'm just funny because like, there, that, that droid's also seen in the Clone Wars as well. Operating on on the clones before, so it's not the first time we've seen this droid. But yeah, yeah specifically oh, well, Tarkin. One thing I do want to add before we start talking about Tarkin and his involvement. All right, so this is was is smart of what Disney did is when all the clone troopers are lined up, like, and they're getting a message from Emperor Palpatine. You are hearing the actual speech that Palpatine gave mm-hmm. in the movies. Now, this is weird for, well, really one reason. The voice of Palpatine in the Clone Wars is Timothy Curry. Yeah. And Timothy Curry has sadly passed away. Yeah. So they couldn't use a new voice. So what they did is they pumped in the actual Palpatine voice from the movies instead of having somebody else read it. Yeah. They also have the... uh Imperial March playing during this as well in the background. Imperial March, very overrated Star Wars music. Disagree. They've come out with so much better Star Wars music. The Mandalorian intro, I think, is better than the Imperial To completely March. disagree. No, I think it is. No, completely disagree. Well, what about the, the Fates? Still like a period March better than, than Duel of Fates. Ooh, Duel of Fates. I think Duel of Fates. I'll 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 let you I'll let you have the Imperial March versus the Mandalorian, but Duel of Fates is some of the, the best movie music I've ever heard. It's not bad. It's just second to me to the Imperial March. 
I'm also one of the people who thinks Vader was an overrated villain. But that yeah, is you're beyond also the point. A who likes Hondo, and I think that guy's. Terrible. I love Hondo. You suck. All right. Uh, so back to Tarkin. So Tarkin wants to evaluate all the clones because basically what happens is the Empire's like, mm, clones cost too much. We're going to go ahead and shut you down. But I'm interested by these Bad Batch, and we're going to send them into like a test base. And uh, that we have seen before. I'm trying to mm-hmm. think of the, the the actual name of it. Um, yeah, it? Oh God, it's on the tip of my tongue. Um, uh, the battle, the battle, the, the the battle simulation. There you go. Mm-hmm. So they send them into the battle simulation, and the Clone Force 99, the Bad Batch, easily take care of the battle simulation. So Tarkin's like, put in live fire, and do you? So, like, some new droids pop up with live fire. Did you catch what the new droids were? Proto-Dark Troopers? <laughs> Correct. They were, like, early Dark Troopers. Not very good yet. And apparently Not very good, but... Yeah, there's one thing I kind of think, though. If this is a prototype, it took them a good, uh... I would say, like, 25 years mm-hmm. to get them operational? Man, that's a long trial. Like, then again, some development does take a while, but that's a long process, you know? They had to train them a lot to punch, a punch basically. Yeah, get Just good at punch punching after doors. punch after punch after punch. <laughs> so they, they, they win that, and, and Tarkin is still not impressed. He, I think he's very skeptical of them. So they send the Bad Batch to eliminate a separatist uh, uh, sympathizers yeah. or alliance sympathizers. Forget the exact word or insurgents. They call them insurgents, like resurgents, mm-hmm. like just separatist insurgents. Yeah, on old Andron. Okay, so they show up expecting clankers, and they actually find like women, children, elderly men, like all that. And we get introduced to Saw Gerrera. We've seen Saw Gerrera across Star Wars. Um, right. Also, do you know where we're particularly also on Alderaan, which we've seen before, that uh, the clones and Anakin helped liberate this planet from the Separatists mm-hmm. with Sagrera. And Rex and Anakin actually trained Sagrera. Mm-hmm. That we saw also saw in the Clone Wars. So, you know, this is kind of like they were sent to basically start killing off uh the beginnings of the rebel alliance like that's that's essentially what they were sent to do but once they got there and realized this is not an insurgency or separatist or anything like that they they couldn't kill them but crosshair in the whole time is being like we have orders we have you know a mission to make blah 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 um so Hunter and his men abandon and return to Omega, uh, but they get arrested for treason because Crosshair is a dick. Yeah, he's a, well. To be fair, Crosshair's ship uh, works way too well on him compared to the others. So, well, it at that point it didn't. No, no, it did. It, it, that, that's that actually proven later on. Like that, the hammer chip is working. It's why he's it's actually- working. But it's not. But they they haven't cranked it up to eleven yet. Yeah. Well, that's that's a little different. His chipper still still work. They're just like, hey, what if we make it even worse? Mm-hmm. But beside yeah. that, 
Like, yeah, because like when they arrested him for treason, what basically happened was, um, they they inspected all of them and inspected their inhibitor chips, and Crosshair is the only one who actually had a working inhibitor chip. Um, you know, and and Echo was the one that. I think people were like, well, he had a good inhibitor chip, but he was experimented on for years. Well, he got his uh, his mind basically got white. Yeah, it's it's basically one of those things where he was messed with so much that it, his inhibitor chip is like long gone. <laughs> like, like, we'll we'll just go with long gone. So Tarkin cranks Crosshair's inhibitor chip up to eleven and is like, go after them. Yeah. One thing I have a problem with right now in this with uh, Tarkin and what he wants to do, he's like, clones are too expensive. We need loyal soldiers. I'm like, yeah, your clones are pretty loyal. They'll do whatever you say as long as you have that inhibitor chip in. But mm-hmm. your uh, your stormtroopers, pretty shitty soldiers. Also prone to, to also leaving and rebelling against you because they don't have any pro- much programming or chips mm-hmm. in them. It's just exactly. mostly... Like, but it saves a bunch of money. Yeah, saves money for not the greatest results, I think. Yeah. So, and and the reason that 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 the stuff with crosshair is important is because like the bad batch actually leaves, comes back. Like they could have left after they gave up the mission, but they came back to rescue Omega. Mm-hmm. Because Hunter had a feeling that Omega like had that connection with Omega, yeah, like she's one of us, you know, type of things, and they es- they escape with her, like you know, like, like you know, pew pew happens, and you know, the Bad Batch gets out of there with Omega. Crosshair is left on the. Well, aren't you uh, skipping the part where they go to prison for a little bit? And, I mean, well, they got arrested for treason, went into prison, and escaped prison. Yeah, with the help of Omega breaking through because she's so small. Yes. Um, and they had the worst, apparently the worst clone troopers guarding her at this time because literally they just stood up, made a wall from a wall they broke, and mm-hmm. she just slipped out. Well, I think it was three or four troopers are watching and easily slips by them. Correct. That's not the smart. Uh, the only thing part of uh, during the pew pew fight is that I want to point out is that Omega picked up a gun and was a perfect shot. Mm-hmm. Now this is a prelude because also in this episode she can she's not reading minds but she can read uh, how people are feeling. You also see that in this episode, so you have that along with. I've never shot a gun, but I'm a perfect shot with it, which is basically the precursor, I think, for everyone is like, she's force sensitive. I was saying that, or she has great training inside a program for her cloning. But, you know. But, so here, okay, here's the thing that uh, I alluded to you before the pre-show. Because what happens is it almost seemed like the on Camino, the people in charge, we're kind of holding Omega back as more of like a, if Palpatine came after them, they'd be like, here's our ace in the hole. Yeah, they're backup. But it's also... Because they don't, like, the Caminos don't give two shits about the Bad Batch, but they care about Omega. hmm There's also so, another thing about this part that I find interesting. 
Do you can finish your thought about Omega real quick before I get into oh, it. Oh, finish what you're saying because I'm probably going to go on for a little while. Okay. One thing I found interesting about this at, right here when we get to Crosshair and stuff. Mm-hmm. Crosshair specifically is now wearing a black black armor, very similar to a Death Trooper. Also, Crosshair's a great shot and everything else, right? He's a sniper. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the Camino's actually raised his inhibitor check or made it not work anymore because he seemed to be missing more shots than normal. Like, every time you all see him, he, he was a crack shot making it, but he was targeting them, had his crosshair on Hunter and a bunch of other guys, and didn't do fatal shots. He sometimes hurt, like, did, like, some, like, slightly hurting, but nothing that would kill them. Mm-hmm. I'm like, he doesn't miss. That's How suspicious. is he missing now? Yeah. Like, I don't know if you picked that up. Like, he seemed to be, like, intentionously, like, doing shots that don't really, like, do anything. Okay, so I'll ask you this before I go on my Omega rant. Do you think, because obviously uh, Crosshair is like one of the villains right now. Or supposed to be. Supposed to be. Are they going to rescue him? Or Uh, are they going to get kind of like right off Crosshair? I don't think they're going to write off. I think they're going to eventually come back for Crosshair or he's somehow going to rejoin them later because they've built him up too much. And he was already following orders. It seemed weird to try to improve the inhibitor to have it higher. And consider the Caminos also don't trust Tarkin. It seems strange that they try to make them even more obedient to them. Mm-hmm. So I don't. I know mean, I agree. Going. I think eventually they'll be like. My guess is, is off world. Crosshair mm-hmm. will run into them like in a battle, and the Bad Batch will win, and then they'll operate on him and remove his inhibitor chip. Yeah. Like, that would be my best guess. Or he'll keep letting them get away. <laughs> yeah. Mysteriously, they did so good for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so Omega rant time. Not a rant. So what happened with Omega is they created a Force-sensitive clone, which they have never done before. And they know that that is what Palpatine wants to make himself kind of immortal we saw that with the rise of skywalker mm-hmm. you know he got his kids through you know through cloning essentially or well not even cloning no, we, his don't kids know, are... we don't know where his son came from yeah last thing i checked it sounds like he actually apparently did he's not a clone he actually is him but palpatine himself was making backup bodies or four senses of bodies with mm-hmm. cloning but at that point, there had been no successful cloning with someone with uh, force powers. Because metachlorians are not something that can be cloned. Because otherwise, the, the Jedi Order would have just been cloning nonstop. Like, we're going to create this great Jedi Order by cloning these Jedi and creating metachlorians. Uh, so this was, is Omega, I'm assuming, is the first ever clone. That has midichlorians. Possibly. And that yeah. is what I think their ace in the hole versus Palpatine. If they ever, like, Tarkin came in and is like, we're done with you. You know, we're going to move towards this. They'd be like, okay, go ahead. We can create clones with midichlorians. So deal with that now. And then it forces them to keep working with them. 
And that's why I think, you know, people on Camino are so uh, are so intent on getting Omega back. Now, maybe because uh, I do remember Mandalorian. There was that the scientist who worked with who was a Camino cloner. Yes, he was. Even one for uh, some reason, but you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's not get into that <laughs> semantics. But uh, you know, this is the first clone with Metaclorians. Do we okay. hasn't been confirmed though? Has this not is, been confirmed. This is your but theory. I'm like I'm like ninety five percent sure. Like because and and here's where my 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 rant about Star Wars writing comes in. I am a little sick of the. Okay, here's the storyline. Somebody comes in. There's a small, adorable child. They're Force-sensitive, or they've been training in the Jedi Order. They're precarious, you know, little scamps. And we have to try and train them into being what they could be as far as Jedi or whatever Force-wielders. That's where I'm hoping you're you're wrong about her being Force-sensitive. Or having anything in the fourth because like I want to have a show where there's no Jedi. It's and the thing is is I don't care if there's a Jedi. I just don't like the storyline because it's it's not okay. If you think about it, the prequels, one hundred percent. Clone Wars with Ahsoka, one hundred percent. Mandalorian, totally one hundred percent. And if they go with this with the Bad Batch. 100 percent yeah that's why i'm hoping you're incorrect and just something a little bit different and yeah and like and even the the originals and the sequels are kind of that way yeah. uh they're just not young they're not like you know young teenagers they're young they're young adults they're young but they're not like you know eight-year-olds you, you know what i mean like this has basically been the the like this is what they go into star wars meanings about be like all right are there Jedi? Yes. This is a story arc we have to follow. Build the story around that. And I want them to expand past that. Yeah, like, the Force is cool. Don't get me wrong. Jedi and the Force, awesome. I just like mm-hmm. to also like to see something that's not, not that. Because I've already seen it a lot of times. I want something different. You have an entire universe. Explore it. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So that's the end of the first episode. Okay. Yeah. Also, before we forget, what do you think of their freaking shuttle they have, their ship? I don't dislike the shuttle. I, you know, I, I mean, it's it's the Imperial, um, it's essentially the early version of the Imperial transport. Yeah. But this one's a little bit more darker, more sleeker, and seems to be better. I wonder if there's weapons on it. It does seem to have weapons. Okay. Like the other ones had weapons, so I'd be very surprised if this didn't, but it just looks fast. Well, not the one in The Mandalorian that the uh, Camino Doctor was on. That actually normally, have that, 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 those normally do have guns on them. Yeah, but that one did not. For some reason, that's weird. I, for some reason, I think they actually still had guns on. I saw them, and they didn't yeah. use them. I don't know if they were broken or something. Mm. But those shows right. do normally have guns. Yes. So that was the first episode, and that's kind of like the, hey, here's the intro episode. This is your backstory type type of thing. Uh, the next episode, which was released Friday, uh, is yeah. kind of getting into the episode. And it's it's back to a normal length. It's like 30 to 40 minutes, somewhere around there. And it's called Cut and Run. 
And this is what people in the industry like to call a double entendre. Because they are cutting and running away from the new empire. And they're going to go meet somebody named Cut. (gasps) (laughs) Bum, bum, bum. It was also trying to run. (laughs) Yes. So the Bad Batch and Omega uh, are, are fleeing. And... Uh, they are like, all right, where should we go? And they're like, I know where we should go. We're going to meet an old friend. So they go to a planet. I'm going to butcher this name. Sally Kum- Sally Kami. Let me double check on the pronunciation. It's it's S-A-L-E-U-C-A-M-I. I, you know what? It's one of those things where you're going to just butcher names in Star Wars, Game of Thrones, Star Trek. Any Lord of the Rings, you're basically going to butcher names and all of that. Yeah, I can't find an actual pronunciation. I can't, it's like, so it's, we've we've been to this planet before uh-huh. in Clone Wars. Okay, uh, they and, are going, and they also did see actually go there for a little bit on Revenge of the Sith for a scene mm. where one of the Jedi get murdered. The Twilight, yes. uh, mm-hmm. I forget her name. Um. But so, mainly we know it as the place where, uh, in the Clone Wars, they run into the clone deserter, Cut Laquan, or better just known as Cut. So I will say this, one of the best episodes of the Clone Wars to date was, or to date ever, because it's over, uh, was in, I believe, episode uh, season two, I forgot what episode, where the clones run into Cut. And they kind of come to the realization that, yes, clones can desert. Like, they can have a mind of their own. They're not just mindless killing machines. It depends on the programming and if the programming took. Mm-hmm. But, I, I mean, you, you start to see it. Like, I, I think even with the programming and stuff like that, it's more like they just don't know that they can do this kind of stuff. But you have these deserters who, like, Cut who and the Bad Batch and, and even Rex after he met Cut that are like, yeah, I can actually make decisions for myself. I don't have to just blindly follow all orders. And, and th- I think that was important uh, for the Bad Batch to go to Cut. I know some people had thought that they were going to meet Rex. Uh, I do think we will get Rex in this, this yeah, se- uh, season. Rex was here. Apparently, just shortly before the Bad Batch arrived. He was. Mm-hmm. But the Bad Batch knows Cut. Like, they've worked with Cut in the past. They've ran into him and stuff like that. Like, they greeted him like old friends. Yeah, and they, they, apparently, they apparently knew his kids as well, because they called, like, uh, they called Wrecker Uncle Wrecker. <laughs> mm-hmm. And this is where Cut tells Hunter and the rest of the Bad Batch about the inhibitor chips. Um... And Tech knew about the inhibitor chips. He just, he's like, well, I figured you guys knew because it's just obvious. And I hate you, Tech. Tech, I do that, not like. I do I, not like Tech. I like Tech, but sometimes he's an idiot. Mm-hmm. Or makes like, the worst assumptions. Like, Tech, please use your words. Why tech, would you assume that everybody tech thought? is the new C-3PO. Mm, that's very harsh. I do it's, not think he he's used. well. He's not there yet, but he's getting there. Yeah, Tech is becoming the new C three PO. I don't think so. I think he's much better than C three PO. I if, I've 
C-3PO had nine movies to piss us off. That's fair. But he pissed us off in the first <laughs> so, one. So. Yeah. Tech has not had enough on-air time to piss us off as much as C-3PO. But what happens is Cut is like, you know, we see all this happening and we need to get the hell off this planet. I mean, to be fair, they've had many clones come to their place multiple times. Like, this place isn't hidden and they're, people are going to recognize my face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, sooner or later, uh, they'll be like, wait a second. I know you. Although, knowing what we know now, it would have been best for him to stay put because they're getting rid of all the clones. <laughs> and it will be people who aren't clones guarding everything and they won't recognize the face. No, they will. Remember, they, they, some of these people have, have worked with clones. They'd recognize the voice over the, the face. Uh, look at back at uh, Bo-Katan in The Mandalorian. Like she didn't, she doesn't recognize the face. She recognizes well, the voice. I was actually more concerned about. Remember that same uh, the same season we had Boba Fett going to an Imperial facility. Like they're probably going to recognize my face mm. if they can recognize his face after it's aged many years, has lots of scarring, and is after the Empire's fallen. Pretty sure they'll recognize it right when it just started, and it just recently got rid of clones. Or Boba Fett's just being a little bitch. That's that's also fair. <laughs> <laughs> um, so basically, the the plan is like once they explain that they want to get off the planet, you knew the plot of the episode. The Bad Batch are going to help them get off the planet to save them. Shenanigans ensue, but there are a lot of interesting tidbits that come up for uh, come up about this. Is the two they discover like so? Uh, Hunter and Cut go into the city. And they, uh, they're introduced to what is called chain codes. Now, chain codes is fairly new in the Star Wars universe. So, again, I'm going to shout out Screen Rant for this. Chain codes was first introduced in The Mandalorian. So this is the first thing that The Mandalorian is introducing into the Star Wars universe because in the Mandalorian, the majority of the stuff was brought into the like stuff from outside was brought in. Chain codes, like because you saw, remember with the Boba Fett when he when he gets his armor, he brings up he's like, "This is my chain code," uh, and and stuff like that. Um, so they need chain codes, which is essentially IDs for each individual person to to travel off planet. This is a way for the Empire to track people. Yeah, I thought it was interesting. I think it was Tech made the uh, one of them made the comment of we were like clones are trying to get get rid of numbers to get names. But now people are getting rid of their names to get numbers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's really all they care about is is because they need that to get off the planet. Um, I do like how uh, Tech and Echo are like. Well, Tech is like, hey. The best way we can steal these chain codes is if we get our plane impounded. <laughs> and they're yes. like, wait, what now? I had I had throwbacks to when uh the Millennium Falcon was captured and like they were hiding underneath and they come out. Yeah. The difference here is that was them thinking of how after they already been captured. This one, they purposely got captured and little upset they once again attack here, like, you're smart. Why didn't you double check and make sure that there's no one extra on the ship that everybody knows the plan? Mm-hmm. Like they like she's literally Omega's on the ship. Yep. Wasn't hiding. 
She's literally. How do you not know? That's just you're just stupid at that point, Tech. Another strike against Tech. Yeah, that's literally like, come on, come on. And I'm, we may have missed gloss over this part. The Omega is on this ship because she's having a sulking moment because mm-hmm. she's worried that dad, that Daddy Hunter is going to give her up to for, to cut her. Well, I don't think she knows that yet, but I think it's because Hunter yelled at her because she went past the the barrier and almost died. That's what it was. Yeah, I forgot about. I, yeah, I, so so Omega, so Omega went like was playing with Cut's kids and went past the line, and then a beast came, and you know they had to save her and stuff like that. And Hunter yelled at her like a, a father, and she get she was sulking because of that. Um, yeah, well, well, he's a new father. He's a new new to this. Like only a couple days. Yeah. Just cut like calmed her down. It's like, hey, you okay? Because he's had his kids for a while. So yep, exactly. And and this is when uh, Hunter kind of realizes, hey, Omega would be better off with you instead of us. Yeah. So when after um, you know, Tech and Echo steal the chain codes for Cut and his family. There's five codes, and the fifth one is for Omega. And Hunter, being the the dick he is tells omega in line while they're waiting for her that you're going with this family with a fake chain code because i think they're gonna do better for you than i am yeah to be fair he's not trying to be a dick he is just not used to be like he just he's, is he's a dick i wouldn't say he's being a dick he's literally trying to think hey this I, I, this person is very important to me and i don't feel like i'm cut out for this I need someone who can actually keep her safe because he's going to be going into battles, probably having fights. He knows yeah. to bring a kid to that. I, I have a sneaking suspicion that we've seen this kind of episode before. Oh, in we the Mandalorian. Have. And it's like, and that's the Star Wars writing. <laughs> because there is 100% an episode where Mando tries to give Grogu or Baby Yoda up to a family on some random planet. Mm-hmm. So doesn't work out. No, but so chaos ensues, you know, there's a, a gun battle and stuff like that. <gasps> and guess who shows oh, up? Just they realize technically Mando did it twice. Yes. Both seasons. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. So guess who shows up during the firefight as the bad batch is trying to escape. Jar Jar Binks. Not Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> Sorry. No. Ooh. I can't get over that. No, no Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> I just thought it'd be funny to say. Need to, if we ever see Jar Jar Binks in a future episode of anything, automatic F. Auto F. What if he dies in an episode? <gasps> Ooh. <laughs> that's close. Okay. That's, that will be my one caveat. Is it, 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 You'll get an A plus if Jar Jar dies. So you either get an F or an A plus. There's no in between. <laughs> um, but no, Omega comes because she ran away from cutting the family, which is I was like, really cut? You just let her run? Also, she ran away from like stormtroopers, and they were just like, okay, that's fine. Like you can also tell they don't have much much ready yet because. Like, the no. walls to get to the ships are not very tall. No, okay, no, that's crap. Because they've already even changed the signage on the buildings to the Empire. 
and all the logos in the series are changed over to the new Empire logos. So if they have time to make new signs, they're plenty prepared. <laughs> no, no. I'm saying they're not prepared for what they should get actually do properly. Because literally, their barriers to stop you to get into that airport are like what? Knee-high freaking boxes? Yeah. But it's just it's just a, a, a repo lot. Not planes actually taking off, and they're like I've they're, been to repo lots. They have better security than this now. But or but do all the repo lots have like boots on the cars as well? They generally the don't. To, the ones I've been to do, but oh, I've never had my car. Never have my car towed. I, do I also live I, in the middle of nowhere, Wisconsin, where I can literally park in the middle of the street and I won't get towed. Uh, I got towed, even though I had a parking a, a ticket saying that I could park there. Yeah, they to- they towed me because it flipped. Apparently, it flipped over. They're like, uh-huh. oh, I'm like, but the ticket's right here. I pulled it. Like, oh yeah, but you did. It flipped over. I'm like, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. So, gunfight, pew pews ensue between the Bad Batch and the clone troopers. And Omega shows up, shoots, and they escape. Like it was very predictable. Mm-hmm. Like, but the thing is, is a lot of the times, and I'm not saying like Star Wars is predictable. It's just a lot of times TV shows are predictable that way in the last like minute or two of an episode. You're just like, okay, yeah, no, they're going to get away somehow. It's just a matter of how they get away. Yeah. And these, these locks, like they've broken these locks before and other parts of the series, like they're not very good. Yeah. No, Ex- except this time it was just ripped off. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's not very good. Apparently. Unless mm-hmm. like these are gravity locks, they stop the ships from going off. But Wrecker's like, "Err, gravity, screw that." Yeah, because uh, I think the last time we saw these was in Solo, when they the they went to the Millennium Falcon and they had the locks on there. I know we saw it in Solo. I know we saw it in Rebels. Yeah, well, Rebels is newer to you than it is to me. <laughs> We just rewatched it. That's not. It should be like fresh in your mind. It is, but like Solo came after Rebels. Yeah, no, I'm saying like last time we saw it was like oh, Solo. Last time and- we saw it, yeah. Although I don't know if Wrecker could have gotten the ones the the gravity locks off of the ones that we saw in Rebels because that was the Princess Leia episode, and like those were massive. I don't know. Wrecker seems to be really good at wrecking things. Kind of mm-hmm. like the Wreck It Ralph of Star Wars. Yeah. Okay. Is it just me, or did they get really lazy with the naming? Like, you have Wrecker, mm-hmm. Tech, and Hunter, Tech. and Crosshair. Yeah, Hunter, and Hunter has, like, a skull tattoo. Yeah. And like, Crosshair has a crosshair over the eye he used yeah, to scope Yeah, and it. Tech is a big, like, you know, computer nerd. Wrecker has is basically just wrecks things. I'm like, I feel you could have done better in the naming department. Yeah. Do you know why Echo is called Echo? Uh, no. Why? Because he repeats things a lot. I'm being serious. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know like, about that one. I checked. It's to, like apparently it's I'm going to have to trust you on that one. But even that is like a better name than crosshair when you have a crosshair over your eye so yeah but i i also i I do like them even though the names are kind of like not the most creative i I like like, i like the bad batch i think hunter is a little bit too like uh, captain american-y 
Uh, it's Commands American at all. No, it's more like it's it's not like it's more the the rah rah type of guy. Like he doesn't have to be like the rah rah guy. He's just have to. He's too much of the guy that everyone is like, okay, we don't know what to do. Let's go to you. You have all the answers, and I'm just like, I want him to not have all the answers, just to be like. I want him to be worried about his decisions a little bit more. Well, he does seem to be worried about his decisions. He's worried about his decisions with Omega, but none of the other decisions. Mm, I just want him to be more. It's, 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 it's hard to put into words. Like, I don't want Hunter to be the person that everyone is like, we have to rally around this one guy. Mm -hmm. One thing I also had a question for you about. What did you think about Omega when she came to the planet and was amazed by dirt and sunlight? Since she came from Camino, that was full of rain. I, it made and complete no sense. Like, she's never seen land before. She's, you know, I mean, she may have seen the sun before. I don't know if Camino, like, whenever we've seen Camino, it's raining, but I don't know if it rains, Apparently you know, it rains every day of the, the year. You know what I mean? Apparently but it does. But she's never seen dirt. She's never seen land before. And I, I thought that was pretty cool. And she's never been in space before and, you know, stuff like that. I think the other big thing that we're we're not bringing up with Omega is, and I may be completely wrong. And if you or listeners know different than me, she's the first female clone. Um. Yeah, I don't know of any I other female I don't remember clones. any... Like, there may have been female clones after her, but I believe she's the first female clone. And Let that might have check. something to do with, you know, cloning her and getting her to be force sensitive. Like, it's it, 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 like there could be in some, you know, in, in some comic book that I don't know or a book, but in a TV series, I do not remember ever seeing a female clone because all the clones were based off Django Fett. Yeah, and that's where I was kind of wondering if she was based off of like, because I'm like, are you just a regular clone a clone from somebody else, or are you a clone of Django, who they manipulated the, the chromosomes to make it a a, mm -hmm. a, a make it where you can be female? I think it's yeah. a double X, isn't it? Yeah, it's, who knows? I think I think we will get some answers about what happened with Omega this season, and like her parents, or if it's a Django clone, or if it's not a Django clone. My guess is, is it's a non-Django clone. Yeah, just it'd be because, interesting if it, if it was a Django clone. Because, it, I mean, it, can it be a Django clone? Can you be a clone and be the opposite sex? Like I said, if you clone it and you and you, you change the chromosomes, possibly yes. But would that still technically be a clone? Well, technically, we we're all clones. Yeah, like but yes, that is not like from the aspect of science, not like from you know banging out a child. Uh, <laughs> like, like it wouldn't it, be it wouldn't be an identical clone. If that's what you're going, Barb. But, but that still... is, yeah. But every single other clone has been a, a, essentially an identical clone. Yeah. It's um, like, it depends on their science. Like, what they do if they use his material and still produced her from that, you know? Mm hmm. I don't know what they did. Because I don't really understand how they, how they cloned him, anyways, to make everybody grow faster or grow, like. Mm hmm. Yeah. We're going to get answers on Omega. 
Yeah. Uh, like, I don't think, do I think she's probably a clone of Django? Probably not. It was just a, like an interesting theory I had made. Yeah. I think it's some secret, kind of like how Ray was a secret. I, I mean, uh, would you be surprised if Omega is a clone of Palpatine? No, I wouldn't be surprised. She, oh no, she does kind of look like Pal. Her head does kind of look like Palpatine. When like, he was like that's the thing is like they could have been experimenting <laughs> with some of Palpatine's DNA to make a clone to try and make one, and then just gotten a force sensitive clone and not told him. So is th- would Omega then be Ray's sister? Sister? Aunt? Aunt? I am actually probably it'd be more aunt, wouldn't it? Because it would be it's before Palpatine had a son. Oh, we don't know. His son might already be alive right now. It's kind of hard to say. Uh, yeah. No, I don't think Palpatine's uh who knows. Okay, that's we're we're going off of the deep end. We're gonna go ahead and close this out. Because this these are answers talk right now. <laughs> we will never get answers for. So, or maybe we will. No, we are not going to get answers about Palpatine's son. <laughs> Actually, I think there is answers about that, but I'll check later. Yeah. So, uh, before we end, do you have any other thing, anything else you want to talk about, Kura? One thing I think we talk about is probably uh, cuts talking about the uh, the the storm that's coming. Oh. Uh, because we're right now about to go into the Empire's full-on just w- wiping out of the Jedi and their implementation mm-hmm. of their iron-fisted rule of the galaxy. Right now, it's just starting. Yeah. We haven't yeah, seen all the, the worst things they've done yet. They're just starting doing that now. Yeah, because that was during the talk when um, he was explaining the inhibitor chips. Mm-hmm. And basically, it's like, you know, cut is almost like, I've seen what is going, what is going to happen. You guys have no idea. This is going to get 10 times worse. Um, yeah. And do you find it interesting we're seeing the the beginning phase of the Empire instead of like, normally when we see the Empire, we've seen it in the original trilogy where it's already established. Rebels, already established. Mandalorian, it's done. Mm-hmm. We haven't really seen very, like, we saw them first start like Order 660 at the end of Revenge of the Sith, but that's not even really the start. That's just like, hey, we're doing this. Yeah. The the thing is, is I like, will the Bad Batch join the Rebel Alliance or will they stay bounty hunters? Or what like what is their progress? Like who will they uh, kind of align with? Because I don't know if they're I doubt they're going to side with the Rebel Alliance. Yeah, well, they don't currently they don't really seem to have a goal yet. Mm-hmm. They like it's like they have Omega. They've escaped Camino, but what's now, their, their I, goal? I right do now? know that. So the guy, the I and I do not know his name. It's probably out there, but that I do know the guy who is talking about chain codes, like the the hologram, talking about chain codes on the planet with him, like mm-hmm. when cutting. He's going to be the one, like the main protagonist that's chasing the Bad Batch. Don't you mean the antagonist? You said antagonist. protagonist. The antagonist chasing the Bad Batch. Um, okay. So uh, think uh, Agent Callus in season one of Rebels. All right. Like, well, I didn't know that was confirmed anywhere. Yeah, that, that, that has been said. So, like, I consider him being, like, the Agent Callus, and then he calls in a crosshair to kind of be the Dark Inquisitors. Hmm, interesting. That's interesting. how I kind of understood it, the, the, it yeah. to be. But it, it oh. will be interesting to see what they do. 
there was one Easter egg that I thought was kind of cool in this one was when they uh they get the when they get that that speeder, it's like design and colorations is very similar to Luke's from the original trilogy. It is, it is. Uh, and I remember that speeder when Luke was like using it was already considered to be crazy old, mm-hmm. and so this one has to be an old speeder as well, or maybe it's new. I, I, I well, it's I think it's fourteen years. Mm-hmm. So I'm not that that wouldn't be that old, but yeah, no, I definitely saw that. And then, I mean, obviously, we're not going to go through each and every alien race we saw. Yeah, we've already talked about those <laughs> yeah. before. We've we've Nothing. seen we saw so many alien races in this episode that it's just like, yeah, no, we're not covering it. Plain and simple. Yeah, the only other funny thing is like though when they said their their credits were no good no more. A little mm. little follow thing back to Watto from the. The uh, the well, the credits would still be good. You have to trade them in if you had a chain code. Yeah, but the, well, his credits are no good. He has to trade. He has to get the chain code and trade his credits in mm-hmm. to get galactic credits. Mm-hmm. Which you've got to realize that's upsetting a lot of economics right now going on. I don't think they care. That's why they're trying to get cheaper clones. <laughs> So well, they don't care, but the rest of the plans are probably like, really, we got to trade our our credits in. Yeah, uh, the thing is, I don't do think they care about planets because they tend to just blow them up. Yeah, that's fair. I wasn't saying the Empire cares. I was saying everybody else is like, man, this. Oh yeah, sucks. everyone else cares. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine like you'd be like, I'm so wealthy. Oh, not wealthy uh, anymore. Nope, I don't have a chain code. I am now homeless. <laughs> so, all right, uh, I think that's going to do it for us tonight. So, I want to thank you all for listening. Uh, you can follow us on the social medias. Uh, you can follow Mash Those Buttons on Twitter, and that's at the Mash Network, or our show at Clan of Three on Twitter. Uh, you can follow me personally on Twitter, and that's at, at Ednar83, or on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Ednar. Kura, where can they find you at? You can follow me on Twitter at Kurabaris, K-U-R-A-B-A-R-A-S, or on twitch.tv slash Kurabara, or on YouTube. Also, Kurabara. And uh, find me every week uh, talking Apex Legends on Dropping Spicy. And starting soon, you shall catch me on the new, uh, our new Mass Effect podcast, Squad Goals, where we talk about Mass Effect Legendary Edition and get a geek out about Mass Effect, which is very important because it came from also came from ideas from Star Wars from when Bio worked on Knights of the Old Republic. So. Sure. I've never played Mass Effect, so I'm going to trust you on that one. <laughs> uh, so, uh, you again, I'm going to repeat this. Make sure you join Mashless Buttons community on Discord at mash.gg slash Discord. Make sure to share the show with others. Rate and review us over on Apple Podcasts. Uh, you can so- show your support by becoming a Patreon over at patreon.com slash mashlosebuttons. Tiers for available for as little as $1 a month. Uh, we do have a Teespring store at teespring.com slash store slash mashlosebuttons. And make sure to please stay tuned after the show to hear about our other shows on our wonderful network. I have spoken. We don't follow orders. Thanks for listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. 
If you enjoyed the show, you should check out MashLoseButtons.com and see if any of our other shows might interest you. All of our shows are available on your podcast platform of choice like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. If you enjoy our content, you can help support Mash Those Buttons by becoming a patron at Patreon.com slash MashThoseButtons, where you can receive Patreon bonuses for as little as $1 a month. You can connect with Mash Those Buttons at Twitter.com slash The Mash Network, Facebook.com slash Mash Those Buttons, or join our Discord at Mash.gg slash Discord. 